Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hit! Ladies and gentlemen, if you like Venezuela as it is right now, you will love Joe Biden's America. Stand by. The doors of the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold today's edition of the Ledger Report. One man was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Do you want to have for four more years a president who rejects science? Stop the tape! (laughs) Rejects science. Donald Trump is a living, breathing personification, exemplification. I sound like Jesse Jackson all of a sudden. Of believing in the science, so-called. He's sticking it out with Dr. Fauci. What more do you want? Dr. Fauci, who, the scientist, who one day says, don't wear a mask, next day says, wear a mask. No, I meant the N95. The regular masks are great, but don't pay attention to what's on the CDC website that says masks do nothing. Wear a mask and don't have Thanksgiving. Christmas, ah! Donald Trump is a miracle is an example of the miracle, if you will, of modern medicine in the United States of America. He gets COVID-19 on the diagnosis on a Friday. He's out of the hospital by Monday, for crying out loud. And Bernie Sanders is suggesting that Donald Trump is rejecting the science? Oy vey! Roll tape. And that means that as a result of his rejection of science, we have more per capita deaths from COVID-19 than any other major country on earth. Stop it. This is a classic example of figures lie and liars figure. And I don't want to spend too many minutes on this, but we know what's happening in this country. And... There is a financial incentive for hospitals and doctors to over-diagnose the Wuhan coronavirus. We know this. We know, in its infinite wisdom, the federal government is paying hospitals more when there is a coronavirus diagnosis. We also know, not just anecdotally, there is case after case after case of a person being run over by a car, Happened to test positive for COVID. He died of COVID. 
or somebody suffering from cancer. They die of their cancer but happen to have COVID. They put it down as a COVID death. This is no way to track a virus. It's nonsense. And so whatever the total is of, of deaths, and we're over 200,000 now in, in this country, you can divide that by pi, probably. 3.15. Boy, I better be right on that or Sister Virginia is going to get me. Fifth grade, te- there was nobody we were afraid of more, including our parents, than Sister Virginia in fifth grade. Nobody. And I better have gotten that 3.15 correct. Otherwise, Sister Virginia from the grave, I'm sure, would be coming after me. <laughs> oh, man, with those shoes. Those shoes that you just know had a steel tip in them. Never felt them. Donald Trump is doing what the scientists say. He's just also a realist like I am. And so he's saying, yeah, we're going to follow the science, but masks... Donald Trump doesn't say this. I say this. Masks are worthless. Unless everybody in this society runs around with an N95 mask, they are worthless. I saw a guy at the grocery store the other day with a mask on. It was not really a mask. It was uh, something that went around his neck. It was it was almost like a muffler kind of thing. And it was, I think it was supposed to be red, white, and blue, but it was red, white, and blue, and black and brown and disgusting and he's ordering meat I'm thinking to myself have you washed that thing in the last oh seven months it was disgusting that's the mask issue that's following the science that is what you call a loaded mask loaded with germs not just gross grimy greasy gopher guts but loaded with germs And so we're supposed to follow the science? That's not science. That's insanity. That guy is killing himself by putting on that mask. It's disgusting. It's loaded with germs. Probably has the Wuhan coronavirus right on the outside. He touches it, touches his eye, and bam, he's going to get the Wuhan. This is crazy. There is study after study after study. 85% of the people who have come down with the Wuhan coronavirus wore masks. Can I repeat that for Twitter, please? 85% of the people who have been diagnosed recently with the Wuhan coronavirus wore masks, Governor Newsom, Pritzker, Whitmer, Cuckoo, Cuomo, Murphy, Wolf, Sanders, Roll Tape. And it is surging right now all over this country precisely because there is no national leadership from Washington as we speak. Stop it. The virus is surging because that's what viruses do. I'm sorry. But that's what viruses do. This is not the Black Plague. The Black Plague, the estimates are, if my numbers are correct in my mind, 250 million dead? By the Black Plague over a couple, three-year span, we're at over just over a million globally. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at those people who have died and succumbed to the Wuhan coronavirus, but that is 
It's insignificant, statistically speaking. But Bernie Sanders won't tell you that. This is the worst, weakest pandemic in the history of the world. A million people? I want to remind you, 150,000 people die across the globe every day. And so for seven months, a million people. And in this country, 200,000. Even if that number was statistically correct, which we know it is not, because you need to divide it by pi, or some number around there, Sister Virginia, even if that number was stipulated as correct, again, over seven months, is not a reason to shut down a society. Yet here we are with Bernie Sanders suggesting that Donald Trump hasn't, quote, done enough. Bernie Sanders doesn't realize that James Madison, or he does realize, he's just expecting most Americans not to know, that James Madison set up this crazy thing called a federalist system. And in a federalist system, yes, in some cases, the federal government takes the lead. In other cases, it's up to the states. It's impossible for Donald Trump or any president to direct South Dakota to do the same thing as Florida. Or is California to do the same thing as Maine? That's insanity. And so the, the president of the United States is bound by the federalist system. And so he has helped the states. He has helped Cuomo, even though Cuomo was in charge and killed elderly Americans by forcing the Wuhan coronavirus into nursing homes. And he helped Newsom, even though Newsom smashes constitutional rights of 35 million Americans. This is the way our system works, but Bernie Sanders won't explain that to anybody because he hates our Constitution. And what Bernie Sanders does, Joe Biden does. That's why this is so important. It's so important to understand that Joe Biden sold his soul to this character, Bernie Sanders, with this manifesto that the two agreed to. And so, what does a Joe Biden America look like? It looks like Venezuela. The headline... I'm a Verizon engineer, and today... Stand by. Technical difficulties. That was brought to you by um, some sort of carrier. I apologize <laughs> It's live television, folks. It happens sometimes. Uh, turn off your phone, Ledger. Okay. That's the next scene. That's the preview of Anchorman 3. Biden's Social Security plan, headline out of Fox News, would eventually raise taxes for more than just rich America. The, the thing that Joe Biden is preying upon, I, I'm talking to a Democrat friend of mine the other day, and she says, well... Joe Biden's just going to raise taxes on rich people. Oh, really? Have you ever seen a, a tax that doesn't tax everybody in the end? Because taxes are punitive. Taxes punish success. And so if he raises taxes on people making $400,000, and these would be couples, I would bet, so if you have a couple making 400000 in New York City, which ain't a lot, but to Joe Biden that's considered rich, maybe they operate a corner grocery store and their gross is 401000 every year. Guess what? That tax 
affects the corner grocery store operation because of the way they file their taxes, probably. And they won't be able to hire that extra employee or they won't be able to give that raise. A tax has a nuclear effect virtually every time a tax is levied in any society in the history of mankind. It has a punitive, negative effect. Yes, James Madison and company knew that there had to be some some form of taxation in this country in order to operate the government. But they wanted it to be as limited as possible because they knew that taxing Americans was taxing their heart and soul. And you can only tax human beings so much before they break. And Joe Biden's America would break this country. Yes, he would raise taxes. But it's not just, not just taxes with Joe Biden. Of course, he, he would do the Green New Deal. Uh, more on that in a moment in the Paris Climate Accord. But look at what's happening in California. Because again, California is often the canary in the coal mine. Unfortunately, but it's the truth. In San Diego right now, the school board there just voted to try and de-racialize grades in grammar school. And effectively, what they are doing there is, instead of grading somebody on just a term paper, if a white person turns, a white student turns in a term paper and gets a B, if a black student or Hispanic student turns in a term paper, gets a B also, because that child is black or white, they're going to score that person higher. Apples and apples, the black and the Hispanic or whatever minority is going to score higher. That's what's going on in San Diego. Go up the coast about 450 miles to San Francisco and you got something even more incredible. They are now considering that if you call 911 and you're a white and you call 911 and the, the person perpetrator you're calling 911 on is black, that if for some reason you're wrong, that that black person can sue you. I'm not making this stuff up. So you're on the phone and you see somebody breaking into your car and you're not sure if it's a break-in or maybe they're wiping it. Maybe some bird poops on there. They're wiping it. And you're not sure it's dark out and you can't see the color of the skin. You're not going to call 911. Why? Because you're going to have your ass sued off. This is unbelievable. Because of this so-called inherent racism that supposedly exists in the United States of America. This is crazy. And this is being done by white people. The analogy that I think best fits here is Frankenstein's monster. These guilty white people are creating in our society a Frankenstein's monster. Reparations, all this crazy stuff. Um, weighing, the, scoring equal term papers higher because of the color of their skin. Affirmative action, on and on. Black Lives Matter, on and on and on. The white people are doing this. White people are still in the minority, or majority. Barely. They are building a Frankenstein's monster here in our society. Frankenstein's monster out of race and so-called white privilege and all this garbage, all this gar- garbledy gook. 
They're building a Frankenstein's monster. How does that movie end? Hmm? Anybody remember? There's been iterations of Frankenstein's monster over the years. We all know how it ends. Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein is killed by the monster. That's what's going to happen here. If you like what I just told you is happening in San Francisco, vote for Joe Biden. If you like what's happening in San Diego, vote for Joe Biden. Because he's going to support all that stuff. You like Black Lives Matter? Vote for Joe Biden. You like Antifa? Vote for Joe Biden. If you like Elizabeth Warren, vote for Joe Biden. Roll tape. We have even less time than we thought. And so what has Donald Trump done? Stop tape. You know, even... she got a mask on here. But even before masks, BM, before masks, Elizabeth Warren always sounds like... She's... She's out of breath. <laughs> we have less time. We have less. Hopefully, she has less time in the Senate, but I'm not holding my breath. Less time. We have less time hyperventilating on the planet. And what has what has President Trump done during his time here? Roll tape. For four years, he not only hasn't made things better, he has actively made them worse. Stop tape. So. Elizabeth Warren, surrogate of Bernie Sanders, surrogate of Joe Biden, is accusing Donald Trump of murdering the planet. She's talking about climate change here, of course. Global warming, whatever Al Gore you want to call it. So she's, she's accusing Donald Trump of murdering the planet during four years. This is just... How do these people in the audience, logically, do they suspend logic and say, oh, okay... Donald Trump's been killing the planet for four years. Yes. Donald Trump, you know, it's, it's been said that, that hunters uh, are, make the best conservationists. And, and Donald Trump is a hunter and his kids are hunters, at least uh, Donald Trump Jr. is. And they do make the best conservationists. And Donald Trump has been a great conservationist. And um, he has purchased on our behalf um, a lot of federal land or made it federal land. Um, I'm not really in favor of that. I don't like the federal government owning as much land as it owns. But, you know, if there's certain areas like Yosemite, that should be obviously kept pristine, as pristine as possible. And sure, you could make an argument that should be under the federal government. Fine. But Donald Trump is a conservationist president. Way more than Elizabeth Warren would ever be. Thank God she's not in the running. Roll tape. He withdrew us from the, Cl- the Paris Climate Accord. Stop tape. I want to say this one more time about the Paris Climate Accord. And you need to repeat this. We have fewer than two weeks to go the election. You've got to repeat this to people who don't understand. It's very simple. The Paris Climate Accord, a.k.a. the Green New Deal or an aspect of the Green New Deal, Any of this climate change nonsense, carbon offsets, crap, is nothing more than a giant scheme to redistribute wealth. When it's contained within uh, legislation in the United States or in a state, it's redistributing wealth within America. The Paris Climate Accord was simply trying to redistribute wealth on a global scale. That is taking Graham-Ledger dollars and sending them somewhere to Africa or some other third world country. That's it. That's all it is, or was. I guess some are abiding by it. 
But there's your Joe Biden America. If Joe Biden is elected, he is going to do whatever Elizabeth Warren wants, which is whatever Bernie Sanders wants, which is the Green New Deal, climate change, nonsense, Paris Climate Accord. This is what the mainstream media is not reporting. They don't want you to know about this manifesto, this agreement between Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden, that Joe Biden is going to execute this manifesto that's going to destroy or continue to destroy uh, the United States of America. The mainstream media won't report that. Mainstream media is ignoring, of course, the Hunter Biden story. I don't want to spend a lot of time on that either, but the, the bottom line with the Joe Biden or the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden story, the Biden crime family story, where Pops gets 50% of everything that Joe Biden, excuse me, Hunter Biden extorts from whoever he can extort from, China, Ukraine, whatever, that Pops gets 50%. Journalism is dead. That's it. Journalism is dead. Imagine if this was 1972. 1973, and you had Woodward and Bernstein with all this golden information, and it was Richard Nixon, wouldn't they be going nuts on this? Wouldn't they be pursuing every avenue? There's such a a treasure trove of information from this laptop, not just the emails, but the pictures. I mean, just the pictures alone, that some of the pictures I've seen of Hunter Biden, who took those pictures? Did Joe Biden take those pictures? I would like to know. I think it's relevant. But the emails and the text messages, just take one of those emails, Bob Woodward. Just one of them. And follow the chain of custody. And just assume for the for the heck of it that it's not some sort of from some sort of Russian operative. <laughs> no, it's not. That's the wonderful thing about emails. I always tell my colleagues, use emails, don't text, because emails have a timestamp on it. Right? Date timestamp, and it also has the emails. So follow up. It's pretty easy to verify whether that email is accurate or not, whether it's a Russia bot or actually resided on Hunter Biden's server or maybe on Hillary Clinton's server. Who knows? Bottom line is they should be all over it, quote, as journalists, and they're not. They're not for one simple reason, and we know the answer. And the reason is because they want to protect Joe Biden and get Joe Biden elected. I have another warning for these states, and there's still time. Pennsylvania is floundering out there. This Pennsylvania is a case study of what not to do. You have the Pennsylvania legislature, which is led by the Republican Republicans. It's a Republican-led legislature. In the United States Constitution, I have it right here. In Article 2, it talks about how the state legislatures will decide the electors in electing a president, how they're meted out. So here, this headline out of the Hill, Supreme Court denies GOP bid to block extended mail ballot due to a date in Pennsylvania. Now, this effectively is all about the Pennsylvania Supreme Court saying, hey, we can keep can't, uh, counting ballots in Pennsylvania, uh, I think for two weeks after the election. <laughs> two weeks after the election. So the Supreme Court ruled this, right? Nowhere 
in this crazy thing we call the Constitution, does it say any court has any role in this? And so the our Supreme Court steps in and, and because it's four to four uh, deadlocks and, and so it defers back to the lower court, which is the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. So they have to count ballots in Pennsylvania for two weeks after the election. The Pennsylvania legislature, led by the Republicans, should have been all over this and said, the heck with you, courts. You, you can rule whatever you want. We're in charge here because of this thing. The Constitution. You're blowing it, Pennsylvania Republicans. You're blowing it. And other states need to do the same thing. Lay down the law. Because if you don't, then Joe Biden will be elected. And, and, and Harry Reid, <laughs> Harry's somewhere in Searchlight, Nevada, searching. Um, Chuck Schumer is going to be the majority leader in the United States Senate. If these states don't stand up for themselves and the United States Constitution, these states that have Republican majorities in their legislatures, if they haven't already, they need to stand up and say, whoa, we make the calls here. Not you courts, not you governors, you radical governors. We make the call. And it's a shame what's going on in Pennsylvania. I checked 538 every once in a while, which was woefully wrong in 2016, and I think it's going to be woefully wrong in 2020 as well. 538 says Democrats are favored to win the United States Senate. So if you like Chuck Schumer, if you like Chuck Schumer, then um, go ahead, Pennsylvania. Keep doing what you're doing. Pennsylvania legislature, keep doing what you're doing because you're going to help put install Chuck Schumer as the majority leader in the United States Senate. And this is a crucial moment in time. You know, fewer than two weeks to go. Americans need to stand up for themselves. They need to stand up for the Constitution. And we also need to make sure that our friends and family get out to vote. 538 and all the other polls, I don't pay attention to. But I do pay attention to the facts. And a headline out of this obscure website called toptradeguru.com. I don't know. But what it did was it amalgamated several stories. And and then it pulled in some facts from a, a website that tracks how the early voting is going. And this is the headline. Dems in absolute panic as early data shatters narrative in key states. Well, the narrative is, is fairly simple. And that is that the Democrats were supposed to build up this big lead in the early voting to, um, you know, not only set the tone for the election, but also to depress Republican voters into not mailing in their ballots or not going to the polls. Well, it's not happening. And it's not happening in some key states like Michigan, where the early returns are so far more Republicans. More Republicans are turning in their uh, mail-in ballots early. And by the way, we're somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 million have voted already. This is nuts. 30 million? The universe of votes is probably going to be 130, 140 million. By the time Election Day rolls around, it's going to be 60 million. Half of Americans will have voted before Election Day? It's absolute insanity. 
And then you look at um, other aspects of demographics. For example, in Texas. In Texas, you see um, more Republicans turning in their ballots early than Democrats. And it's a, it's a wonderful trend in Texas because we know what the Democrat Party has been trying to do there. In Pennsylvania, the aforementioned Pennsylvania, uh, judging by age. So not based on party affiliation, just on age. Now, remember, key to the mail-in ballot scheme foisted upon Americans in various states by the modern Democrat Party. Key to it are younger voters, right? These would be Gen Z and it would be the millennials. And I have made the argument that my millennial daughter, the last thing I would send her to communicate with her is something by mail. I'd just as soon send smoke signals up uh, and, and hope that she sees those. So this is the Achilles heel in this scheme. And apparently it's playing out just as your host has predicted. So in Pennsylvania, the age demographic is way, way high, like over 60. The majority, vast majority, over 60, over 50 is turning in their ballots versus the younger voters. The same thing is happening in Wisconsin, another key swing state. The same thing is happening in North Carolina key swing state. So this is why the Democrats are in a state of panic right now. Because their nefarious scheme to steal this election by using the cover of the Wuhan coronavirus as the reason to have all mail-in ballot all the time. Doesn't matter that Los Angeles has more than a million people. Los Angeles County has more than a million more registered voters then there are people eligible to vote. <laughs> Think about that. More than a million registered voters, then there are people in L.A. eligible to vote. Doesn't matter that all those extra ballots are going to be out there. The plan has a weak link, and that is the young people. But the weak link is also about what is on the ballot. And what is on the ballot is Joe Biden's America versus Donald Trump's America. And I would argue that Joe Biden's America is a tyrannical form of socialism led by Bernie Sanders in the shadows. And Donald Trump is a constitutional form of free market liberty led by nothing more than pure, raw, almost dead on target 100% of the time instinct by a guy who doesn't have to be doing this. He could be having his great life in New York or wherever Donald Trump wants to go. So this is the choice. It's, it's Donald Trump's America versus Joe Biden's America. And so my ledger register at GrahamLedger.com, ledger register is very simple, who will win the 2020 presidential election. You can also go to the Zip app on your phone and put ledger in the quick code box who will win the 2020 uh, presidential election? Because, as I said, if, if you like the way Venezuela is right now, you will love Joe Biden's America. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way. The Archives Library of Congress, thank you for listening and watching. 
I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, if today you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Have you ever wondered how to say good morning in Italian? Or what is goodbye in French? You can ask Alexa. Just say, what is happy birthday in German? Or how do you say hello in Japanese? Do you want to know how to say I love you in Spanish? Ask Alexa and start learning a new language today.